This week we're talking about Champion League match day three. Okay, let's just get into it. In Group A, Napoli played against Ajax, and you know we found out you know who's the big dog and who's not a big dog. They've been dominating domestically. Like I think this, this, this is this is shocker to them. I mean, I'm sure when they go home and they look at the score saying six to one, you know, and it it, it looked like Napoli could have scored even more goals. I mean, this was just demolishing. It was embarrassing, honestly, at home. And then they got a red card. Whenever a team gets a red card. That tells you how much, how bad they were frustrated. You know, you you, you know that they, that means like they just didn't know what to do. So they started fouling people and somebody got a red. That's really what it means. And, you know, congrats to Napoli. And, you know, this is crazy. Like their first place in uh, their league and their first place in the group league right now. So, you know. Something to watch out. That's all I'm going to say. Something to watch out. I'm not going to get too happy about it, but something to watch out. This is six goals. I don't remember the last time Napoli was scoring goals like this. You get what I'm saying? Like, literally, there's not one central point, you know, player in their team. It's everybody. Everybody's taking a turn. The other game was Rangers and Liverpool, but that was very predictable because obviously, you know, I like I said, Rangers are the punching bag in this group stage. And this is this what happened. I mean, it's it's kind of predictable. Liverpool won. Alexandra, you know, he made a great goal. You know, I don't know if this is like answering to critics in any way because this is Rangers. Group B, man, a lot of surprises in Group B. Like, really, I don't know. I mean, for sure we know that Club Bruges out of nowhere just, just came in and no one seemed to stop them. You know, they, they lost some of their good players. They sold them. But they still haven't lost a step. In fact, they've been getting better every year in the Champions League. And the fact that Atletico Madrid, my goodness, you know, let's hold on. You know, congratulations, Bruges. You know, they're like, t- I, I, they at this point, I'll be shocked if they don't make it through. But I, I still think it's too early to call it. Because literally, Porta, uh, Leverkusen, and Atletico Madrid, all of them could literally turn around. Each of them could beat each other. You get what I'm saying? So I don't want to like jump the gun or anything, but Club Bruges, I mean, looks like they, I mean, at least second, at least second, at least second. Okay. Anyway, let's go to group C, Inter Milan and Barcelona played. So this was like the big game, right? So Barcelona, we, know, we spent some money, you know, we, we organized some stuff. We have the best striker in, you know, in Bundesliga history, right? And... And this was the game to show it. You know, he didn't show up at Bayern's game. You get what I'm saying? And he didn't show up in this game. I'm talking about Lewandowski, by the way. He just did not show up. I don't know what's going on, man. Is he, like, nervous or something? You get what I'm saying? I know there was, like, a lot of mistakes made. Because if you look at the stat of the game, it's just so mad. It, it, dude, it's frustrating. And a lot of people complain about this handball situation. Was it a handball? It was 100% a handball. Yes. But are we really gonna focus on that handball? I mean, we couldn't we couldn't score any goals. We couldn't finish at all. The midfield was so dry. I don't understand how this dude started. You know, Gavi over uh, Kessie. This game was made for him. I don't understand. Why did you even get this guy if you're not gonna let him play? It seems like Xavi is trying to get the Spain midfield going for the World Cup. This, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. Because this is a, like, what, 19-year-old, 17-year-old, whatever. And 
you got a veteran at the bench. Some guy who's you brought him, you know, for these kind of games. So that the tactic just didn't make sense. And then the back was just Christensen just got hurt. Okay, that's that's that. And then you got Eric Garcia. Again, you know, Eric Garcia is so privileged. I have never seen somebody. Well, he's like Maguire. It's like, at least Maguire is in the bench. But dude's getting all the favors. Like, he's getting, he, he messes up all the time. We, they still let him have it. They just still like, yo, go back in there. So, anyway, so this was another test. So, the Bayern game, you know, you can be like, ah, they were kind of, they could have won, you know, if Lewandowski was on it. But in the Inter Milan game, Inter Milan literally just sat back and defended the whole time, and we couldn't break through it. Dembele was pretty much the only one who was trying to, like, score a goal. You get what I'm saying? I think Ansu Fati should have started the game. I mean, it just... It was just a mess, and it was just a bad tactic, and this is, like, really, you know, Xavi's fault, bro. You get what I'm saying? And now it's very realistic that we can go into Europa again. And, you know, it's no surprise... You, you sh we shouldn't be surprised. You know, th this two games against Bayern and Inter Milan was the challenging game to determine to determine where we are really. And it seems like we're still not there. Because this dude is putting Alonzio, who I haven't seen this dude play at all. Why, why are you starting him? I feel like Xavi still doesn't know his 11 and his tactic to go in the Champions League. And that's going to cause a lot of problems because you don't have that much time, bro. Because Bayern and Inter Milan know exactly what they want to do. Okay, so the only thing to look forward to is the fact that, you know, the rest of the games at home, that's a home advantage. So if they get a point from Bayern and beat Inter Milan, then they're fine. But that's if they do that. And what are the chances? It's pretty much 50-50 in my eyes right now. Really sad. I, that's it. That's it. Anyway, let's go to Group D. Group D. I mean, there wasn't much surprises, you know. The, these guys are still battling out who's going to win. It's still not very determined who's going to win, to be honest with you. So, we're just going to we're just going to skip that. Okay, group E. Group E, we had Chelsea, Chelsea and AC Milan played. So, that was a very good game. And that game kind of showed you that Chelsea looks like they're back. You know, I feel like is it a tactic they have? What if they win the Champions League again, you know? I feel like if you change coaches, all the players get re-motivated again because they all want to try to impress the coach. They want to fight for the starting spot. I wonder if this, like, <laughs> the last time they fired him, like, something just sparked and they switched the team a little bit and they won the Champion League. And this looks like the same kind of way because the way they played, AC Milan couldn't even catch up to them. I mean, this was this was a easy game. And it was surprising that, like, the AC Milan champions were played like a fiddle. Okay, everybody was on point. You know, Aubameyang is back on scoring. Confidence, high level right now. So, overall, Chelsea is going through. No doubt about it. If anybody had a doubt, this game should have told you there is no doubt. Okay, now there's a lot of doubt about AC Milan. But again, it's still too early. It's too, too early. Alright, let's move on to Group F. We got Real Madrid play. Well, Real Madrid, uh, come on. The champions are going to keep going. There's no question about it. Now, for second place, who's going to win? That is still yet to be determined. Okay. Group G, we had uh, Man City play. And man, man, man. I mean, Erlen Hallam is definitely going to break Ronaldo's world record. This guy is competing against Ronaldo. Okay. And he's going to surpass Ronaldo. He's going to surpass all these goal and score record. I mean, this is crazy. 
he's scoring goals left and right. Dude, he's too big. Is he just going to score 50 goals a season? If he stays fit, he's going to break all the goal records. No doubt about it. Is he better than uh, Mbappe? Is that what you asked me? Is he better than Mbappe? That's what you asked. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. And I'm only saying yeah because it seems like Arlen Holland just has that like magic touch to it. Every ball he hits just goes in. Kelly Mbappe misses so many chances. It's ridiculous. But he has such a big speed and he has a power shot. But the amount of goals he misses is just ridiculous. But Holland, there's no misses. I mean, it just shows you by how many games he played and how many goals he has. So just a little different. And I think I would pick Holland over Kelly Mbappe for that reason. Uh, yeah, and then the other game was Dortmund and Sevilla played. And Sevilla coach got fired. Rightfully so, right? I mean, at this point, there's just there was no way going down from here. You know what I'm saying? They have to make the change. If they want to go to the next phase, <laughs> they're not going to go to the next phase. If they want to win the Europa again, they need a coach. They need a new coach because this was embarrassing. They came to their home and they just demolished them. And Bruce Dorman is really asking questions, you know? They're like, you guys, why are you guys not concerned us? Questions like that. Why are you not saying we're the best? <laughs> but you know this is what Bruce Dorman does Bruce Dorman is usually good in the group stage usually when stuff gets muddy is when you get to the knockout stage I have no doubt that they'll kind of come through in the group stage but are they going to go further than that I don't think so anyway go into the last group group H PSG and Benfica played and that was a great game you know Lionel Messi still back to his best he's he was the best player in the game you know no argument there uh, he scored a great goal. It, you know, that's a goal where whenever these guys are like in form, that kind of quality is just unstoppable. And then eventually when they score that goal, it seems like they kind of dipped a little bit. And But Benfica, I mean, it, they literally, right when the game started, they were just off their races. You know what I mean? They were just attacking them. They were not giving them any kind of space. So PSG had to learn how to play out of the space. And to their credit, they did. Like, whatever the pressure, the first 15 minutes, they were just on them hard, but they stayed strong. And, you know, they, they, they could have, I mean, Benfica could have got at least one or two goals in the five, in the first 15 minutes. You know, but credit to PSG defense, they started together. But again, the own goal that happened against PSG, you know who was into it, right? Danilo. What did I say about this guy? Dude, this dude in Kimpambe. No, don't let them, man. Do not. These guys, just their mental. I'm not even judging their football skills. Obviously, they're pros. There's no reason to question that. It's their choice making. Like, every time. I don't know if this is going to. It's been like this the past three seasons. The reason why PSG cannot get to the second level is because of mistakes like these. And it just seems like they just don't seem to learn that lesson. Stop putting people who are high risker in a high-risk situation. You get what I'm saying? They're just too risky to be putting them in a position where they're going to let a goal in, like he just did. I'm not trying to blame him or anything. It's just, come on. You get what I'm saying? Other than that, you know, Mbappe didn't show up. I thought Neymar didn't show up. I thought both of them were very much just watching Lionel Messi do his thing, really. And even when Messi got subbed out, you know, they were really clicking a little bit more, but they just couldn't finish a goal. I mean, they were just missing chances left to right. Okay. Anyway, and then the, on the other side, you had, you finally got a win. 
But is Juve going to come through? I mean, with the way Benfica's performing, I don't even think Juve is going to come out of this. But again, it's just too early to call it. That's all I'll say. But, and for the Europa League, we had Arsenal played. I mean, Arsenal, there's nothing to say. This has got to be their one of their best seasons. You know what I'm saying? Sadly, this is a time where Man City is just dominating football. But, you know, the table has turned when it comes to, like, Liverpool. Second place in the Premier League kind of thing. Now, it used to be Liverpool and, uh, what is it, Man City. Now, it's going to be Arsenal and Man City this season. Because Liverpool is definitely not competing anymore. It's Arsenal, the second best team in the Premier League right now. So that's that's exciting. You know, they won. They won cruisingly. They had no problem. And Manchester United played. And it kind of, you know, this was a pretty sad game in a way. Luckily, Rashford came in and saved them. But, like, literally in the beginning of the game, they were playing against a team who has not won a game in the group stage. I believe that's what they said. They have not won. And they got the first goal. I mean, the first 15 minutes, it looked like Manchester United was going to kill it. They had full control of the game. The other team was just backing it off. And they were just like passing to each other. And nobody was going to make a goal. Everybody's like, you make a goal. Ronaldo had one of his worst game. He had so much supply. I know he assisted Rashford. But it was his worst game. He could have had at least three goals, bro. The funny thing is like one of the commentary was like, I guess he can't beat time. (laughs) Oh, man. No, no, he cannot beat time. Anyway, that's it. For this week, I'll see you.